Hello and welcome to another edition of the Colts Convert Podcast. I am your host, Derek, and today is Friday, March 27th. Just wanted to give a quick update of some of the moves that went on the last couple days as the Colts continue to fill out this roster in free agency, moving closer and closer to the draft. And there were a couple moves made the last couple days that have kind of given us a closer picture in rounding out this roster before we start to really look at who the Colts might select in the draft. So the first move is Sheldon Day was made, I believe, on Wednesday. Defensive tackle played for the 49ers, was a teammate of DeForest Buckner's with the 49ers the last couple of seasons. And he's someone who is actually an Indianapolis native, went to Warren Central High School here in Indy and played for Notre Dame. Someone who I believe will bring solid depth to the defensive tackle position for the Colts. It was a position that before the offseason started and free agency started, it was definitely a position of need. But now you add DeForest Buckner and bring in a player like Sheldon Day who can provide that depth. He's not going to be a special pass rusher like Buckner is. He's not going to be very flashy from what I've seen on film, but he is a solid run defender. He will stuff the middle of that defense, and he'll he'll be a solid depth piece for the D-line moving forward. He'll be 26 years old at the start of the season, so a young guy still has some room to grow. They'll bring him in on a one-year deal and add to that depth of the D-line. So I think a, a solid move just to continue to add that depth. It's very important as we move on here in free agency, the next few weeks of free agency. A lot of the big names are gone, so it's really about filling in the gaps, filling in those pieces that you that you may need certain positions depth-wise. So I do believe a solid pick to a solid move to bring in Day. I'm sure he's excited to come back home and play in front of the home fans here. And so that was good to see that adding a adding a local indie local uh, to the Colts roster is always this uh, great to see local guys uh, playing for those professional teams. So Day was the first move I wanted to talk about and then of course yesterday afternoon it was announced that the Colts picked up Xavier Rhodes former cornerback for the Vikings he was cut by the Vikings last week and former pro bowler all pro player with the Vikings um He's a guy who's had a solid career. He will be 30 years old at the start of the season. So he is a veteran cornerback, but someone who does have a lot of talent and had a rough year last year, one of his tougher years last year. So has had a pretty productive career, but he's starting has started to tail off the last few years as far as, far as his production. So... He was cut by the Vikings, had a pretty 
expensive deal, uh, signed a deal with them, I believe in 2017, that was close to 12 or $13 million a year. That was coming off a first-team All-Pro season, so they signed him for a five- or six-year deal. And just because of that lack of production in the last few years, they decided to cut ties with Rhodes, free up some cap space. And so now Rhodes was looking for another team to prove that he still has some juice left. He still has the ability to be a productive corner. And it doesn't hurt for the Colts. I'm not sure what the details are as far as the contract. Those details have not come out yet for Rhodes or Sheldon Day. But I would not be surprised if between those two contracts, if it was less than $10 million for both of those contracts. Especially for Rhodes, just being cut and signing that one-year deal just trying to prove that he still is able to be a solid corner. So I don't think it hurts to take a chance if you're the Colts on Xavier Rhodes. You needed a veteran corner after releasing Pierre Desir. So it makes perfect sense to bring in someone like Rhodes, who with a new team, definitely something to prove here after a rough 2019 It doesn't hurt to bring in a veteran corner like that who has proven in the past that he can be one of the top corners in the league. Bring in a veteran corner and to fill in that much-needed position now that you released uh, Desir. I think it, it is a good move and will relieve some of that desperation as they start to go Uh, further on in free agency. I still think that they would be smart to address the position still in the draft. There's some very talented corners, as I mentioned previous episodes, that will be around that second round range that the Colts have two picks in this year, uh, this year's draft, two second round picks. So there are some very talented corners that will be in that range. Trayvon Diggs, Jeff Gladney from TCU. You have uh, some other guys that I think would be a nice addition just to add a young corner in addition to some of the young guys you have now with Rocky Sin, Marvin Tell, and now a veteran in Rhodes. I think it would be nice if you're just thinking about the future of that position for the Colts to still bring in someone in the draft. But I think Rhodes is a good stopgap. It's someone that provides that veteran depth at the position and someone who is hungry, I'm sure, to prove that he still can be a good corner in this league. One-year deal, so I I think it was a solid move bringing in someone like that, uh, like Rhodes, who still, I believe, can be a solid corner. And just to kind of go through some of his notes the last few years, this was a guy who in 2017, just a few years ago, was a first-team All-Pro selection at cornerback and a three-time Pro Bowler. Now, I don't put as much weight into the Pro Bowl selections because, as I mentioned, he did have one of his 
uh, worse seasons last year, uh, just to, to put it bluntly. But he was selected to the Pro Bowl. And so you could, I don't really put much weight into Pro Bowl selections because I don't think it's a, a true representation of how good a player's season was. Uh, the all-pro selection probably is a little closer to that because at least sports writers, professionals are selecting those teams. Nowadays, the best representation of a season might be the NFL 100 list that goes out every year on NFL Network. That honestly might be the best representation of a player's season because it is selected by players, guys who know how good or bad a player is, uh, I, I think that's probably the best representation just because it is a a uh, team that is selected by peers. But 2017, first team All-Pro, and then the production the last couple season has, seasons has faded. And just to kind of get an, an idea of that, Pro Football Focus, they have a player grade that they give every year. And I'm not sure what the ingredients are of this grade. Uh, I'm guessing it's a variety of metrics that they have, proprietary metrics. But they do have player grades that they assign every season for players. And that 17, 2017 season where Rhodes was a All-Pro, first-team All-Pro, they gave him a 75 out of 100 grade. In 2018, they gave him a 58. And 2019, last season, he received a 46. So obviously from their metrics, the production the last few seasons has tailed off significantly. And just to get another view of this, 2018, he had 80 targets going his way and there was a 61 completion percentage, 61% completion percentage uh, against him for 2018. And 2019, around the same targets, 81 targets with an 81.5% completion percentage. So not the greatest. You just look at social media, look at certain things like that. It just, uh, the, the Vikings fans were glad that he left because they were not very excited with the seasons that he's put together the last couple seasons, especially last year. The production, for whatever reason, tailed off. Who knows? He might pull up here to Sear the next few days and say that he was hurt all of last season. If if everyone anyone missed that, Pierre to Sear after he signed his new deal with the Jets, stated that he was injured the whole season last year so maybe Rhodes will come out that he was hurt all of last year maybe that's why the production was was down I don't know but for whatever reason his production has tailed off but with the new change of scenery with the new team new defensive scheme hoping that Rhodes can step that production back up to at least be able to solidify that corner position that was vacated from Pierre Desir leaving for the Jets. So 
Just wanted to recap those couple moves. The depth is starting to take place now. It is nice to see the defensive line, the cornerback position, some depth being added to those positions because the more depth that you can build at these positions, the less desperate you'll be when it comes to the draft. You don't want to be in a situation where you have huge needs and do not have depth at certain positions and are forced to reach on players in the draft. That might not be the same talent level as other positions, but because you're so desperate at a position, you have to reach and draft that position anyways. So it is nice to have that depth filled out for the most part before the draft. So you can just let the draft come to you and you can select the best player available. And I think the Colts are getting closer to that. Obviously, the the glaring position now in need is receiver. Talked about that. Went over the first part of the receivers that I think would be great fits in the draft. So there are going to be some good, solid options for the Colts to build that position up in the draft. But I still think they need to add that veteran free agent. It doesn't have to be a huge deal. You know, most of the big free agents have been signed now, at, especially at the receiver position. But I still think they can bring in a less expensive contract, just like a veteran receiver who can provide that that leadership, that veteran leadership to the position and just add some depth. So as we go on towards free agency, I'm guessing that there'll be some depth pieces that are added from time to time. But now we're starting to get into about the third wave of free agency now where teams are rounding out their rosters and starting to prepare for the draft. So these last couple of days weren't the sexiest pickups for the Colts, but I think they will go a long way in just filling up the roster, just rounding out the depth of the roster and providing pieces that can be solid contributors for the 2020 season. So just wanted to fill you in on those moves. Hope you have a great weekend coming up. And thanks again for listening. Talk to you next time.